Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir, happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of MMA. Straight up, you know it. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that title off better than three decades today. We're talking an hour of MMA, talking UFC, Bellator, World Series of Fighting, and they're having some grappling tournaments uh, over in the Middle East. We'll talk about that as Benson Henderson, the former lightweight champion, a man that sat across from me just two years ago, up a couple of months ago. In the same studio, Benson as former UFC lightweight champion, was choked out in a non-UFC event. Trying to come back at 170 pounds. Not making it, folks. Not making it. When guys jump in weight, from like 155 to 170, that's a long weight. A lot of weight. 15 pounds. I jumped 7 pounds one time and got licked like a stamp. Guys are just too big. Just 7 pounds bigger. Bottom line is, we got MMA, combat sports, Ronda Rousey, Floyd Mayweather, you name it. We're talking it. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype thing, that's happening as well. The address, sports byline, and the number two. And the Twitter thing. One more thing. The Twitter thing. It's at Ring Talk. R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. This is Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, iTunes, Stitcher.com. Man, we're all over the place. The bottom line is you're here with me, and this is Ring Talk. complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now. 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. 
Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Protectum Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids, retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if? Wait till something happens to your family, or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote, 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free, 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. All right, here we go. Are you ready? You ready? Get up. Here we go. It is all over. Just like that. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You name the game, but anything you start, I figure to finish. Wow, Heath Barkley back in the Big Valley days. The guy became a $6 million man, the fall guy. Wow. Did it. He did his thing. Saw him at the fights in Vegas. He used to go to the big fights. You know, it was sort of nice in the 80s and 90s when the, the Hollywood elite would come out to the fights. And it wasn't such a big thing. I mean, you didn't have like 90 million guys demanding, you know, the spotlight on them, this and that. They just came because they were fans or maybe they were working for the casino like Sinatra. Sinatra was a boxing fan, but Frank would go to the fights. Frank was cool. Frank treated everybody good. Joe Lewis, he tried to treat everybody good, but, you know, he was all punch drunk by the time... Uh, I met him in the late, early 1980s. Of course, he died just like six months after I met him. He said, eh, sort of again, mumbled at me, this and that. I shook his hand, and it just sort of reminded me right then and there. You know, I was about to embark on an amateur boxing career, and I realized that then and there that I wasn't going to take a lot of shots, man. I just wasn't. I had fought about seven or eight times leading up to 1980, and I said to myself, you know, I want to make this run for the Golden Gloves, and, and I saw a couple of these punch-drunk fighters, and I remember what I, I remember seeing this man named Frankie Click, he was a world junior welterweight champion of boxing back about 1937, I believe, and he beat Kid Chocolate, the great Kid Chocolate, on a cut. So it was, it was a fluke that he won the title. He was a hobo. He was supposed to lose, and he didn't because he won on a cut. Anyway, I used to see him laying in the gutter, laying on the sidewalk in front of the library, the Bernal Heights Library in San Francisco, when I used to go get my, you know, as a kid, I, always, I'm hang, I hang out at libraries. I'm sorry, I'm a nerd. I hang out at libraries. I'm a reader. I'm a writer. Anyway, the bottom line was I'd see him there all the time, and my father used to tell me, you know, see, that's what happens when you get hit too much. And then my Uncle Ray used to tell me, that's what happens when you drink too much. 
Okay, so it was the two of them telling me that you didn't combine the two. You didn't get hit a lot, and you shouldn't drink a lot. And I sort of learned that. He who fails to learn from history is a fool. But I learned from that, okay? And that, that had a big, big impact on me. It really did. And now when you see guys nowadays in combat sports, you know, and you're going to start to see it in MMA. You are, because the residual effects of getting pounded on are not pretty. You heard an interview with Muhammad Ali. If you caught the boxing hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1976, of course, when the, the greatest was on Face the Nation, the longest running news show in history, CBS's uh, Sunday show. Of course, he spent some time there with Bob Schieffer, and it was a, a pretty darn good interview. I mean, he Schieffer asked some very corny, corny questions. But, you know, Ali was talking about, talking about today, but it was like almost 40 years ago. But he was talking about today. That's what was so hard to really you know, rationalize is that all the things he was bringing up are sort of like what's happening today, sort of like what's going on with Marvin Gaye. If you go back and listen to the words of that song, it's still happening today, and that was in 1968. Okay, this shit from the booze to the news. Bottom line is Ronda Rousey going to do her thing with Holly Holm, of course. They're going to Australia for that. More power to her. Going to go down under, of course. Uh, no, no pun intended. Go down under with another woman. No pun intended. But, of course, this is going to go down in Australia. And, you know, you got to give her props. She's a, a, a rising star all around the world. She's going to be the biggest action star as far as women's uh, movies are concerned, I think, in history. She's taking on Holly Holm. Holly Holm's out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. She's got a great manager and a promoter. And Lenny Fresco is one of the nicest guys you ever meet in your entire life. A class guy, wonderful wife, and Linda, the family man, just just class from A to Z. And they own like 80 restaurants. In, uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, do the Fresquez. So anytime we wanted to go out, we, we'd go to our Fresquez restaurant, right? No, after the fights, we had to go to the Waffle House because all the Fresquez restaurants were closed. <laughs> go to Albuquerque. Back to MMA. Holly Holm challenging Ronda Rousey, UFC 193, of course. That's going to be down under Melbourne, Australia, uh, Etihad Stadium. I guess they're going to pack this place. They're going to pack this stadium. Ronda Rousey, of course, she's, she's, she's the real deal, man. Mark Hunt's going to be fighting on the card. The throwing Samoan, uh, the guy from New Zealand down there, of course. And he's, he, he's got a big contingent of fans. In fact, had he been able to win a couple of fights, they would have had a heavyweight title fight in Australia on this card. They thought about this like a year ago, eight, nine, ten months ago. But Mark Hunt lives by the knockout, dies by the knockout. He's got good win for a Samoan guy. A lot of Samoan guys don't have a... Uh, stamina when it comes to to going the five five minute rounds, but Mark Hunt can do that three five minute rounds anyway. And he's going to take on Antonio Silva in the main event, the co-main event, the heavyweight fight that's under Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm. Of course, Ronda Rousey unbeaten now. When I said she was a goddess in the world of sport, when I said that she was the the most the most prolific fighter in MMA two three years ago, you guys laughed at me. You laughed. You really you, you, come on. You, you underneath your un, let's tell the truth. You were ridiculing me. He's he's a, he's nuts. He she's fine. So he's he's giving her a lot of props. No no no. I watched her in the gym. I've seen videos of her fighting with guys, throwing 155 pound XX lightweight champions of the. Uh, I won't say what division it was, what, what brand it was, because you know what I'm talking about. But she's throwing 155 pound guys. She's the real deal. She is the real. I'm telling you, she is. And these fights that last 35 and 40 seconds and 30 seconds, and you know, in the blink of an eye, one went off in 12. Okay, she's the most dominant athlete since Mike Tyson in combat sports. And who said that? Mike Tyson, not me. Mike said that. Mike said, "Look, she's the most. When you, she's got evil in her eye. She's got evil in her eye. She can explode at any given moment. She's the real deal. Like that last girl, she had Beth Correa from Brazil." She went down to Brazil and pissed off all the Brazilians, but she pounded on that girl. She could have knocked her out with a submission hole, didn't want to. Instead, she took her and pounded her like, like salt. Bam! Brought her down on the ground, just 
pounded into oblivion. Straight up, <laughs> she is the real, she's, she's a man. Yeah. Unfortunately, the woman is the man in the world of mixed martial arts. Say what you want, but who's more prolific right now than, than Ronda Rousey? Fabrice Verdum, the world heavyweight UFC champion? I don't think so. Who else? Who else comes close? Tell me. Who else comes close? Jose Aldo, best fighter power for pound in the world, but still doesn't command the audience that Ronda Rousey, I think, commands worldwide. So what's up? Who's second? Who's, there really is no second. It's sort of like Donald Trump and the Republicans. Ronda Rousey's all by herself. All the other people sort of like also rans. I mean, Cain Velasquez, world heavyweight champion, he couldn't get a note out there. Ronda Rousey blows her nose, bends over, and somebody sees, her, sees a, a crack of her skirt, and boom, it's news. She's like that, the Pavarotti, the Pavarotti's following her. She's that big now. HBO, Showtime, ESPN, the nude magazine, the nude layout she did in ESPN magazine. I mean, the chick's got it going on, man. She's easy to look at. She can fight, and she will beat most of the men I know, if not all the men I know. I, I, would, I was thinking the other day, what would happen between her and Larry Holmes? Larry Holmes, former heavyweight champion of the world, boxer, my good friend, okay? If she got under Larry's punches, that'd be it. She'd get Larry down. And when she got you down, she either broke your arm or broke your leg. She's amazing. She's a brutal, she is a, a brutal, brutal judo technician. Her mother, a former judo world champion, taught her all the moves since the age of 11. Ronda's practice hard. In fact, you know, the other disciplines, the other fighting disciplines, which she's incorporated into being Ronda Rousey, the undefeated MMA, 135-pound world's women bantamweight champion. The other... The other staples, per se, of, of the fight world she's brought into it was Boxing 101. I mean, she's brought a couple of guys into coach. She's got Lucia Riker, the undefeated lady boxer, who only lost. The only fight she ever lost was in, in an MMA, MMA event to a man. I kid you not. So she, she did the male versus female thing, which I'm going to talk about after the break. But Ronda Rousey right now, the most dominant athlete in combat sports, and her and Floyd Mayweather, this would be the billion-dollar fight. And I kid you not. I brought this up a few weeks ago, eh, got some good Google hits, then it came back, then Rhonda says, you know, <laughs> Floyd's this, Floyd's that, Floyd says Rhonda's this, Rhonda's that, back and forth, the latest from Rhonda Rousey after the break. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, little Motown and the Temptations bring us to the break. This is Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client 
it immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. You know what? As long as she fights in 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. You know, I'm going to beat that girl regardless, and I'm going to prove a point that um, you don't need to dope to win. If they want to test her extra, fine, you know. Go ahead and do that. But regardless, I'm going to beat that girl to the ground. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. She starts asking me all sorts of ridiculous questions, and, you know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, blood coming out of her wherever. In my opinion, she was uh, off base. Meeting Donald Trump back in the day in the 80s when he was promoting boxing back in, of course, the Atlantic City Convention Center, the before he built the Taj Mahal Arena, when after he built the Taj Mahal Arena, which became the Mark Edis Arena. Mark Edis was his vice president. And me and Mark were tight. Mark was, Mark was my guy. I'd call him and tell him, look, I'm coming to Atlantic City. You know, well, we'll put you up. And there was always a big fruit basket in the room, and I got a massage. He was just a man. Mark Edis took care of you, of course. Mark Edis went up in a helicopter and didn't come down. You know, I mean, he did come down, but not not voluntarily. The, the, the helicopter crashed around Manhattan in this net. But the bottom line is, after that, I never got up into a, a helicopter. In fact, when Muhammad Ali and myself were in Hong Kong, we were going to Macau. He wanted to take a helicopter to Macau. His wife, Lonnie, and a party of about 20 of us, including promoter Harold Smith, 
a.k.a. Ross Fields, <clears throat> 1994, I believe, and uh, I wouldn't get on the helicopter. I, I, I was convinced. I tried to convince Lonnie Ali. In fact, I finally did convince her that the helicopter ride was too dangerous because my former boss, when I was a cop, I worked for Bill Graham, the promoter, rock promoter, greatest promoter of all time as far as music was concerned, Winterland Productions, all that kind of good stuff here in the city by the bay. He went down in a helicopter, and then Mark Edis went down in a helicopter. And if you know people, two people personally that went down in helicopters, it's probably a good idea not to go into a helicopter. Anyway, so I put a big fuss. I wasn't going. I said it was too dangerous. You should put, shouldn't put Ali's life in, in jeopardy like that. And <clears throat> Harold Smith, being the smooth guy that he is, went up there and told the guy, listen, Muhammad doesn't want to fly. He's a little scared of the air of the helicopter. Can we have our tickets back? Because I said money back because I said no refunds. Final sale, no refunds. Well, the bottom line is I think we got 35 tickets refunded, and that was Harold Smith and Muhammad Ali. But I don't fly in helicopters, and that is the reason, okay? Just don't do things like that. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live World, you worldwide, UFC, of course, 193. As I said in Australia, the arena is going to hold between 53 and 56,000 people if it were sold out. Now, seeing Mark Hunt's on the card, taking on Antonio Silva. You know, Antonio Silva's that good-looking guy. You know, the guy that looks like a gorilla. I'm telling you, and I'm not knocking gorillas. That's that's how good-looking Antonio Silva is. I kid you not. Mr. Neanderthal, he looks like something like, you know, back in the day before a man evolved. Okay, but that's what I was in the elevator with, with him one time. We're going up in this elevator, this cheap hotel in San Jose, California. Scott Coker put the fighters up for a strike force card about three or four years ago, maybe five years ago. And I was in the elevator with him, and he sort of had to, had to hunch down a little bit because he was too tall, you know, to get in. Anyway, the bottom line is he was a giant. He's something like six foot ten, six foot eleven, but not the best-looking guy on the planet. Take it on Mark Hunt. As I said, the throwing Samoan, the slowing Samoan, call him what you want. But he comes to fight, and you, Samoans always do come to fight. The problem with Samoan guys that I found in my fighting career is that they don't last very long. They always burn out either early or as far as stamina was concerned. I mean, there were a couple of exceptions to the rule, but the rule was – that you can get those guys to burn out as far as stamina was concerned. I mean, we had Samoan fighters at the at the gym in San Francisco, and the I take that back with the exception of Bill Tavaki and his brother, the late Ray Tavaki, both Golden Glove champions. Those two guys, with the exception of those guys, every Samoan I knew had endurance problems. They just couldn't make it, couldn't do the rounds. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the diet. Maybe it's, you know, the, I, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's the diet. Anyway, the bottom line is Samoans aren't known for Samoans are known for eating spam, like Hawaiians. Yuck! Talk about garbage. Michael Bisping, back in action. The count, that's right, at middleweight now. Uh, of course, that's 185 in the world of the UFC. The heavyweight division, which Mark Hunt will take part in, of course, that's from 205 pounds above 205 pounds to 265 pounds. There's a limit in MMA. Unlike boxing, you can be like 400 pounds and be the heavyweight champion of boxing, but you can't do that in the world of the UFC. And I think that's fair, and I can't understand why boxing. I talked about that with Francisco Vacarcel the president of the World Boxing Organization, a fortnight ago on Ring Talk Live or what? And I said, El Presidente, you know, you've got weight divisions, <clears throat> excuse me, every four pounds, 126 pounds, 130, 130 pounds, 135, 140, 140. You see my point? Every few pounds, there's, there's a weight class. Why is there a weight class every few, every few pounds? And then after 200 pounds, they can weigh anything. That's like scary. So that puts guys in positions where, you know, maybe they can't win and they're fighting a guy that is too big. A lot of times, size does prevail. I know between the sheets it does. But no, no, a lot of times, size does prevail. Not always. Not always. That's why I think that if it boiled down to some of these guys like world heavyweight boxing champion Vladimir Klitschko, of course, hasn't lost the 2000, let's take it back, 1996 Olympic gold medals, hasn't lost since like 2004. It's almost been 11 years, 12 years. I mean, he's a man. No question about it, okay? 
He's a little bit boring. He's just a little bit boring. Doesn't bring it. Got a great attitude, attitude outside of the ring, but he doesn't bring it inside the ring. And then when you look at the other heavyweight champion in the world, the UFC heavyweight champion in the world, Fabrice Verdum doesn't speak the greatest of English. He's from Brazil. He speaks good Spanish. He got in with the Mexicans when he went out there. Of course, Cain Velasquez, <clears throat> Mexican-American, thought he was like, going to Fiesta, baby. Let me check out uh, where am I going, Mexico City. I'm coming in. Yeah, well, he got fat in between fights. He had surgery and got fat in between fights. So when I say fat, I mean the guy was like, Kyle Kingsbury said he was only like 270, 260. The guy's eyes were like slits. Okay, he looked like he like he, mm, he looked like you barely talk. So I thought he was up close to three hundred pounds. Bottom line was he took off a lot of weight to fight Verdum. Then he didn't respect Verdum or the altitude. I'm talking about Mother Nature because he went to Mexico City and fought for Beast Verdum in that high altitude and got his head handed to him and just got the snot kicked out of him. Okay, and I can tell you about Mexico City because when I was down there for a, a convention, I guess uh, say two thousand, the late Alexis Arguello, the boxing champion, was there. He was one of the guys I remember one of the last times I got to see the great Alexis. Anyway, there was a big stairway at this, this convention, this ballroom. We were going to this, this, this dinner on the third floor, and it was a, a stairway that went around. The stairways go straight up. It was a circular stairway. Two people passed out, two separate parties. People passed out on the stairways going up and had to be taken away by ambulance. That's how bad the altitude was in Mexico City. I kid you not. So Cain Velasquez goes down there. He's going to fight for Beast Verdum, who's been there for like a month and a half. I mean, he didn't even mess around. You got to give that Brazilian some props, man. He went down there. He respected the Mexican people. He respected the altitude. But most importantly, he respected both Cain Velasquez and Mother Nature. Mother Nature can be a bitch, man. She can come back and just slap you. And I know when I fought in Colorado Springs, the altitude, the, the high altitude, there was a bit of a, a, bit of a draw on you because know, Gordon only, only had to fight once, and I lost, and that was it. But the bottom line is I had, if I had to continue to fight two or three more days in that tournament— Good Lord, I don't know. That altitude was a mother. It just was. But Cain Velasquez, no respect for Verdum, no respect for the altitude. And then going down there and not really having his best Spanish chops on. You know, if you're going to go back to Mexico, the home place of your, Ameri- of, your, uh, uh, of your parents, and you've got brown pride tattooed on your chest, and you're very heavy into being Mexican-American, and you hang out and own a string of taco trucks. I'm just kidding. But no, that's how fat he got. Come on, give Cain his props. Hey, world, world heavyweight champion two times. You know, got knocked out by Junior Dos Santos in the blink of an eye, and I think that's really the only way you can beat Cain Velasquez is unless you, you know, get him in bad shape like he did against Verdum, uh, not less, less than stellar condition, I'll put it to you that way. He was soft. But you can test that chin. I've seen his chin rocked a couple of times. If you check his chin early, you got a real shot. I mean, when I say early, I mean coming out, the first exchange. Check his chin. Junior Dos Santos did one time and knocked him out in the blink of an eye. Okay? But after that, they had these rematch. They've had two fights after that. But the rematch... Um, uh, Santos rocked him again, wobbled him badly at the beginning of the fight, couldn't follow up. Sort of like, you know, an artist. Well, let me look. I painted a picture. Let me look at it. No, you should have moved in, man. Should have went after Kane right then there because that was your opportunity to win. He didn't win that fight. He got beat like a rag doll for five rounds, came back in another fight and got beat again. And now he wants to fight some more. Junior Dos Santos, of course, been on this show, a guest in the past. And, you know, he's one of those guys that <clears throat> you want to pray just quits. Because you can't take this kind of punishment. This is combat sports. This is not golf. I'm not talking about Tiger Woods. I'm not talking about a political race and Donald Trump. I'm talking about people hitting you in the face with elbows and knees and legs and feet and, you know, gloves, gloved hands with four-ounce gloves. This is the real deal, okay? This is the real deal. That's why you got to walk away when it's time to walk away. Speaking of guys that won't walk away, 
Well, there's a long list of them. Josh Kotchek, of course, he got stopped, I believe, on Bellator a few weeks ago, the former UFC star. I mean, he was a good guy, a middle-of-the-road guy. Never really made it to the championship level, but he had been in the studio and spent some time with me here in the studio a couple of years ago one of his comebacks. I used to call him the Suicide Blonde from Fresno, California, because he, he his hair was dyed blonde, but by his own hands. Get it? Suicide Blonde, dyed by his own hands. Anyway, Josh Koscheck, after being choked out in a UFC event, came back a few weeks later, fought at another UFC event. Now he's gone to another organization. He's lost there, so it's time for it's really time for Josh just to hang it up. I see his, his autograph when I walk out of here each day, and I say to myself, man, you know, look at some of these autographs on the wall, and where are they now? Well, Josh Kotchek, go back to Fresno and do your thing. Get a raisin farm down there. Do like everybody else, raise raisins. Bottom line is, he needs to get out. Back to UFC 193. I'm going to look at the rest of the card. All in all, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fights on the card. Of course, topped by Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm. But is it going to pack a stadium? I, I think it will come close to packing an entire 53,000 to 56,000 seats, depending on how they set the arena up. I think that's going to go. Speaking of another fight that's going to go this year, UFC 194, man, this is the one. This is real. This is, this is if I can say the word, this is the spit. If you know what I'm talking about, this is it. Jose Aldo defending the world 145-pound featherweight championship against, against the Irish mouth that roared, Conor McGregor. Of course, McGregor, he's not unbeat. Aldo's unbeaten at the weight. Aldo, the only fight he's ever lost was at 155 pounds. He's fighting and defending the world 145-pound championship against a guy they gave an interim belt to when he beat Chad Mendez. Get this. They called Chad Mendez on the phone. Hello? Hello, Chad? Yeah, this is Dana White. Uh, look, I need you to fight Conor McGregor for the title in two weeks. No, make it 11 days. Can you do it? Uh, you can? Okay, five or five minute rounds. Uh, you, you can do that, can't you? Uh, I, I'll, uh, say you can, please. At least tell the press you can. The bottom line is he couldn't. There's no way he could go five five-minute rounds. I mean, training for 10 days? Come on. He was lucky to make the weight. He was lucky to make the weight. And then he went in there, and he went for that one move. You know, Chad Mendes realized, look, I'm not going to go five rounds with this guy. This guy's, got, this guy's big. He's strong. I've got to gamble. I've got to go for it. He went for it, got caught. And, of course, you know, the rest is history now. McGregor was the winner in that, the interim 145-pound world featherweight champion of the UFC. But I don't think that's going to remain that way. I think the, we'll have an undisputed champion, and that is Jose Aldo. In fact, I'm not even going to call Conor McGregor the interim champion. I'm, well, a paper champion. Come on, man. Aldo never lost in his weight class. The man, best fighter around the world of MMA. Bar none. December 12th, MGM Grand, UFC 194. Aldo McGregor, the main event. Speaking of main events, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. On Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? but you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. 
You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try oil can joint lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. I don't care what about she's what say, but when I make 135, she cannot say anything. You know, I'm not cheating. You know, I did a lot of, I did a mistake. I think everybody know perfect, make mistake. And I already prove, you know, I'm clean and I'm ready for fight her anytime. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Are you nuts? Little Tower of Power back from the break. Of course, you can catch my work at towerofpower.com. Check the message board. Pedro, song of the month. Straight up, we talk about the greatest soul band of all time, East Bay Soul. If you don't know what it is, go to towerofpower.com and find out. Coming out of that break, of course, we heard from Chris Cyborg Santos. Of course, he. Man, the monster at 145 as far as women's uh, MMA is concerned. She's like a killer. She's like, ah, I mean, I would, I'm would. i more scared of her than I am Ronda Rousey. I kid you not. Ronda Rousey, I think, would pummel you. But Chris Cyborg Sanders would probably rip off your arm or maybe rip off your head and look down into your neck. That's how strong she is. So when her and Ronda eventually do fight, and I think they will, if the Mayweather fight doesn't happen. That's right. If the Mayweather fight. Now, why would I say something like that? Because Floyd Mayweather is approaching a, a contract thing, a contract uh, ending fight. In September, he's taking on Andre Berto, a.k.a. Scott Cuddy, because they both had the same amount of chance. You know, I mean, no chance. Slim and none, and Slim left town, okay? They, he has no chance. Anyway, Berto and Mayweather. Mayweather's picking an easy guy to end the CBS contract with. And, of course, he's made CBS a lot of money, CBS Showtime, made them a lot of money with that, that Manny Pacquiao fight. It made, it made 
zillions of dollars. I mean, Mayweather himself made $200 million. Manny Pacquiao close to $120 million. So he's made a lot of money. <clears throat> the only fight that can make more money for Floyd Mayweather, the only fight that can make more money than a Manny Pacquiao-Floyd Mayweather fight at this point in time, I'm not talking about a rematch. Talk about the first one that took place in May, that, that, that snoo- snooze fest. Anyway, the only fight that can make more money than that would be Floyd Mayweather and Ronda Rousey going at it in a straight-up fight. She says, I'll fight you. She's told him, I'll fight you. And Floyd's saying, you know, I don't know who you are. You'll never be in my status. You know, in other words, you can't lick my boots or something like that. You know, and Floyd, and she shot things at Floyd. Like, you know, I, when she took that ESPY award, she said to him, you know, hey, look, Floyd, this is probably the only time a woman's beat you. But she did beat him. Anyway, this is what she said regarding this male versus female fight in Mayweather. And, of course, it's kind of good stuff. They're going back and forth. The latest assault uh, coming back from Ronda Rousey. Quote, <clears throat> she's telling the TV guy, I don't know if you saw the Floyd thing. He said, quote, you make $300 million a fight, then you can give me a call, end of quote. I actually did the math, and given the numbers of my fights, uh, numbers of my last fight, I'm actually the highest-paid UFC fighter, and I'm a woman. And I think I actually make two to three times more than he does per second. So when he learns how to read and write, he can text me. <laughs> oh, Ronda Rousey just, bam, slapping Mayweather right across the face. But I'm telling you, if they were to hook up... <clears throat> It could be a billion-dollar event. They could take a half a billion dollars each, $500 million. I'm telling you, it will be the most watched sport in the entire most watch, the most watched sporting event in the entire world. Put the Super Bowl to shame. It just would. It would put the Super Bowl to shame. This battle of the sexes, of course. We're not talking about tennis now, Billie Jean King and, and Bobby Riggs back in 1973, whenever that was. We're not talking about tennis. We're talking about fighting, okay? And we're not talking about a boxing match. We're talking about fighting. Is Floyd Mayweather fighter enough, man enough? He's been involved in street brawls in the past. I mean, he kicked that guy in the head in that uh, Grand Rapids pool when he kicked him in the head when the guy was on the ground. The video cameras caught him doing that. Hit another guy over the head with a, not a beer bottle, get this, a champagne bottle in a uh, Las Vegas nightclub. Of course, then he whooped on many a girlfriend, spent some time in jail for that. So what I'm trying to say here is that Floyd could beat on a woman or try to beat on a woman and get paid for it, not go to jail. Floyd, how could you not get off on this more? You're the misogynist of all, of all time. How could you not get off on this more? Here's an opportunity. She's throwing it out there. And now they're starting to talk about it a little bit. You're in a little bit more talk. Just not Pedro. Just not ringtalk.com. Just not Zach Attack Young. Not me. No, other people started to talk about it. You know, well, what would happen if they did clash? And they talk about these, these wrestlers versus, uh, uh, wrestlers versus uh, boxer matches and this and that. Well, that's not what this will be. That's not what this will be. This will be a man coming in at just about any weight that he wants. He wants to come in at 147. That's fine with Ronda. 147 is fine. 150 is fine. He wants to do that. She says she walks around about 150, and she feels better at 150 fighting than she does at 135. And her natural weight is about 155, 160. She's a big chick. Have you seen pictures of her lately? She's bulking up, man. I got a picture of her right now at ringtalk.com. Her on the left, Floyd Mayweather on the right. Of course, that's an article by Zach Attack on the UFC MMA Notes. But... You know, she's big, man. She's gotten real big, and she's gotten bigger since this picture. She really has. And it's all due to this weightlifting and the right nutrition because she realizes eventually <clears throat> she's going to have to fight that monster that I just that just uh, led into this break. I'm talking led us from the break. I'm talking about Chris Cyborg Santos. She's going to have to fight her. And whether you think that Chris Cyborg Santos <clears throat> is a still cheating on steroids or whether you think she's a Filipino drag queen or whatever you want to say about her, the way she sounds, she's a monster. And monsters are not easy to beat. And, and that would be one hell of a fight. And people say to me, well, Pedro, she won't even fight Chris Cyborg Santos. Why would she fight Floyd Mayweather? Because Mayweather's an easier fight. 
He's easier. She'd make like 10 times the money. I'm telling you, look, this, this fight with Chris Cyborg Santos and Ronda Rousey, if and when it goes down in 2016, it'll be a big money fight. But the biggest fight of all time, <clears throat> male versus female, the best boxer of his era. Okay, he can wear bare gloves, man, four-ounce gloves. We'll see how fast he is, and maybe she can't take him down. Yeah, right, she'll have him on the deck in a second, okay? She will. She'll take him down, pound on him, and I don't think it should go for the submission here. I really don't. I think she'll go to pound on Floyd Mayweather. She's a mean, mean woman. When that bell rings, that octagon sounds and the fight's on, even before the fight, she's not the person to mess with. I kid you not, Mike Tyson sees it. I saw it a few years ago. People doubted me. But I'm telling you, she's the one. She's the female that could beat a male in a straight-up fight. She's beaten, I told you, she's whooped on a couple of uh, UFC lightweights, 155 pounds. I'm not going to go any further than that because I don't want to embarrass the guys. But, yeah, she whooped on them, and they were trying. They were trying. She was whooping on them, man. I mean, she was, like, throwing them and pounding them and outstriking them and got them in submission holes and this and that. I mean, you know, you're not supposed to do this to the guys when you're a chick. But she does it because she's special. She's like secretariat. That's the best way I think I can describe her to you. She's the secretary of MMA, of combat sports, okay? When you saw a secretary win that last race by like 25 or 30 lengths, whatever he won it by, and of course the triple crown, man, that's her in the world of mixed martial arts. She'll beat Chris Cyborg Santos if and when they fight, but I also think she'll beat Floyd Mayweather, and I think this will be a great, great victory for women across the board. I mean, because I'll tell you, Writing for boxing, but writing on both boxing and mixed martial arts, there's a whole lot of anti-Ronda Rousey sentiment coming from black African-American males. I kid you not. And it's led by the Flomos. That's what we call them, the Floyd Mayweather fans, the Flomos, okay? They're like, they're, they're, oh, man, you thought Manny Pacquiao's Pacnuts. Those, those, those pack, Pacnuts were crazy from the Philippines, man. The Floyd Mayweather people, they see stuff you wouldn't even imagine. I mean, you show a videotape of Mayweather kicking some guy on the ground, it wasn't Floyd. Sure did look like Floyd. Floyd said that thing in a lawsuit. How come he said that lawsuit for kicking a guy in the head if he didn't kick a guy in the head and that wasn't him on the videotape? They're in denial. I've never seen a group of fans in denial so much, especially when it comes to the fact that they can't admit that a woman would kick the snot out of their guy. This rap guy, Mr. Filthy Rich, bought a $5 million car, went to Fat Burger last week. It was a big press event. So what? Floyd, so what? I knew Floyd when he was nothing. I remember when he was a crying little baby. He, he threw a fit, had a tantrum in Oakland, California at the 1996 Olympic, uh, Olympic trials. <clears throat> he lost to Augie Sanchez. He was crying. Oh, oh. I mean, he was, it was, he was sobbing. It was incredibly, it was incredibly uh, noteworthy to take note of the best fighter pound for pound in the world nowadays. They talk about in the world of boxing, crying like a little biatch. And he was. And Shelly Finkel, of course, wanted to be his manager, the guy that, that, that brought us the 1984 Olympic team, a former rock promoter of people like Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, the Rolling Stones. He was trying to woo him, and he's trying to, oh, Floyd, everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. Now, Floyd was a turd. Floyd was a turd back then. Floyd's a turd now. I'll never forget the, the class act that Floyd was at that one press conference I was with him. I guess it was about maybe 10, 12 years ago, and he said to me, he starts a press conference off with, we're at, uh, at, at the top-ranked gym, I believe, in Las Vegas. He says, he says I, want to, I want to start this press conference with this. You see that writer right there, Pedro Fernandez? He is the best boxing writer in the world, and he does the greatest radio show, and nobody, no, nobody, you can't, like, you can't touch him. Can't touch him. That's what Mayweather said. 20 minutes later, I asked Floyd a question, and he goes, man, what do you know about boxing? You know nothing about boxing. I go, but Floyd, 20 minutes ago, out of the mouth of babes, I was the greatest thing on earth. Anyway, bottom line is, Floyd is a turd. Floyd versus Ronda Rousey would settle it. 
Battle of the Sexes 2016, the biggest sporting event of all time, of all time. More people watch this, the curiosity factor, the fact that, you know, there are people that think Ronda can do it, and there are people that think that Ronda's going to get beat up by a man. Well, I got news for you. Floyd Mayweather, not going to beat up Ronda Rousey. No way, no how. Next event, UFC 191, September the 5th, MGM Grand, of course, Demetrius Johnson defending the uh, World Flyweight Championship. I can't get off on Johnson, even though he's hot, he's head and shoulders above the rest of the guys as far as the, the talent and skill level is concerned at 125. But somehow, <clears throat> 125 just doesn't make it for me. Uh, UFC Fight Night, Josh Barnett and Roy Big Country Nelson is coming to you from Sayatama, Japan. Of course, the home of the Pride Fighting Championship back about a decade ago. Of course, Pride was the the uh, the alter ego, the the competition to the UFC, the UFC eventually bought them when the Yakuza, the organized crime, got involved with the uh, Pride people, and they went down that Yakuza. That's what they called the mob over there. Took them down in Tokyo. But the Pride Fighting Championships, they were the stuff, man. A 10-minute opening round, but they're going back to the home of Pride, Sayatama, Japan, the Sayatama Super Arena, September 27th, UFC Fight Night. It'll be UFC uh, Fight Night on Fox Sports 1. Josh Barnett, former two-time world UFC heavyweight champion, against Roy Big Country Nelson. Big Country's going to get pounded like salt here, although he's a hell of a gamer, and he doesn't look nearly like the bum that he is physically. I mean, sometimes he's got a gut, and he looks, man, that guy's not going to go. But he goes five, five-minute rounds sometimes, and he doesn't look like he can. Sort of like Mark Hunt, one of those guys that's deceivingly uh, has got great stamina, but you wouldn't look know it from looking at him. Anyway, Josh Barnett and Roy Big Country Nelson, September 27th, Sayatama Super Arena, and that is Sayatama, Japan. October the 3rd, October the 3rd, Daniel Guz, let's take that back, Daniel Cormier, and Alexander Gustafson, in UFC 192, of course, the light heavyweight championship on the line, 205 pounds, the championship held by John Jones, who's got those problems in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <clears throat> Actually, the problems are with the with the district attorney, and they haven't, within 60 days, they have to present this case to a grand jury. Well, the 60 days came and went, and now they're trying to say that they've got some, some judicial extensions because they didn't have this evidence in line and things like that. Well, guess what? If you don't have your game ready to go and the 60-day limit comes and goes, and you can, I don't think you can indict after that. I think that John Jones is going to walk on this one. And if he walks on this one, it means because he paid the victim off. And, of course, we're talking about that hit-and-run accident. It was April or May of this year. He had a hit-and-run accident at like 3 or 4 in the morning. He hit this lady's car. He broke her arm. She was pregnant. He left. He ran away from the scene. Then he came back, grabbed a bunch of money and some weed that he had in the front seat, and then left. And, of course, they found weed in the car. They found money in the car. They found all kinds of stuff in the car, drug tests, all kinds of good stuff. John Jones, a piece of work with a bunch of condoms, too, and living with a girl. Anyway, the bottom line is they stripped him of the USC title, which I think he should have just said, look, I can't be champion right now, so let me let me get this, get this off just for a minute, let it go vacant. But instead they put an interim champion, and with Daniel Cormier being the interim champion, the man that was beaten, like, beaten by a, damn, beaten, I can't believe the, the number that John Jones did on him January the 30th of this year. I mean, just annihilated him for five years. I mean, Cormier was never in the fight. It was a one-sided as you can get without not going to a uh, submission or stop. It was a beatdown. Danny Cormier was beaten down. Anyway, he's back. He's a UFC light heavyweight title holder. Taking on Gustafson, October the 3rd, Toyota Arena. That is in Houston, Texas. They'll pack that joint. Then, of course, they go to Dublin, Ireland. The three arena, October 24th. That's right. Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier is going to fight. On UFC Fight Night, and anytime they go across the pond, especially the Dublin or or to England or anywhere in Europe, man, it's just it just brings it to another level. The people over there, they love MMA, they love contact. They, it's the place where boxing got its birth. The Marcus of Queensbury rules came from the United Kingdom. All right, so anyway, boxing, MMA, big in Europe, of course. UFC, man, they're coming back. It'll be the third UFC event 
to be held in, in Dublin, Ireland, following UFC 93. That was in January 2009, UFC Fight Night. That was McGregor with Conor McGregor in July 2014. Anyway, the main event, Dustin Poirier, Justin, Joseph Duffy. I guess Duffy's the Irish guy there. The Stip Miokic taking on Big Ben Rothwell in a heavyweight co-main event. Wow, that's going to be a good fight card. Fox Sports 1, baby. That's where it's going down. UFC Fight Night 76. Only on UFC Fox. You are tuned to Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. And before I say it, this is my buddy Rick Stevens. Check him out. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even 
even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Both love titles later, award-winning writer, 31 years of radio. My mother said, never brag, and when it's the truth. You're not bragging. I'm telling you the truth. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 31 years in this making. We're going to do our 32-year thing come September, like the 14th, man. 32 years of radio that is a long time, but of course, I started when I was five, so I mean, what does that make me, like 37, something like that? Yeah, right. Anyway, bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Bellator, 141. Not too good for a former UFC fighter, talking about Melvin Gillard. And he just got that lit up like the White House Christmas tree. I mean, he used to have good striking power, but it ain't happening no more. Another guy, you know, the USC lets go, and some of these other organizations pick him up. And sometimes when you pick him up, you're picking up a name, but you're picking up a damaged name. And when you have a damaged name fighting, you know, guys get bad. And I just don't want to see guys get hurt anymore. I mean, when you see guys get hurt in combat sports, folks, it's just it's absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy. So give Melvin Gillard his props. And, you know, give his opponent his props when I'm telling you this. Nothing quite like combat sports. And the way to go out is on top. Just like this one. We're going out on top today. The boxing hour will be repeated with Muhammad Ali, unplugged, face a nation. We'll go with that. A 1976 interview. About 20 minutes is the entirety. Ali, like you've never heard him. You've never heard Muhammad Ali in this text talking about poverty, talking about race, talking about religion, talking about sex. Talk about womanizing. He was the greatest womanizer of all time. I called him the pelvic missionary. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, the bottom line is upcoming, the Boxing Hour and Ring Talk Live Worldwide here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And don't forget, 5 p.m. Pacific time, iHeart, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Monday afternoons. Cause I love you so.